Who's the hell is Peter Rosenberg? On the radio, Pete Rosenberg. I just want Snoop in my mouth. Leave me alone, Rosenberg. Shut up, I hate you. He's Jewish. Yeah. But just remember one thing, dude. Yeah, Going on. <laughs> Great time. You are one pathetic loser. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Sure. I've got rhythm. I've got music. Peter Rosenberg. You're listening to the one of the realest dudes ever on the radio. Pete Rosenberg. I like you. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Well, how do you like that? My old intro, one of my first intros in radio. I uh, use that. On WJFK back in D.C., it's currently late on Thursday night, about 10 p.m. Thursday night. I have had a hell of a day, and I have a busy day tomorrow as well. But all day, I've known that I wanted to at least talk some about the Biden um, and Trump town halls tonight. So my email address is rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. If you are new to the podcast or you're listening to this podcast... Reach out. Tell me what you think. Um, certainly, this is a new endeavor, so I'm curious to know who I'm reaching. Got to be honest, not getting a lot of social on it. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm just talking to myself like a crazy person, and I already do so much of that every day. How could I want to do more? But it frankly makes sense because as we approach this election, I think a lot of us, not just myself, have so much sort of pent up to deal with. Um, and I, I mean, I've, and I've been dealing with a lot over the last few years personally. Uh, professionally life is busy and then you've had this undercurrent of this administration and and with this all leading up to this election there's a lot on our mind so first let's start in philadelphia this is vice president biden and george stephanopoulos republican uh voted for donald trump in 2016 undecided now hey kelly how are you hi mr biden my question is about the coronavirus vaccine yes. or potential uh, Senator Harris stated that she absolutely would not take a vaccine from President Trump. And of course, we all know it's not President Trump that would create this vaccine. It would be doctors and scientists that presumably we all trust. Sure. So my question for you is, if a vaccine were approved by between now and the end of the year, would you take it? And if you were to become president, would you mandate that everyone has to take it? Two things. Number one, President Trump talks about things that just aren't accurate about everything from vaccines. We're going to have one right away. It's going to happen and so on. The point is that if the scientists, if the body of scientists say that this is what is ready to be done and it's been tested, it's gone through the three phases, yes, I would take it. I'd encourage people to take it. But President Trump says things like, you know, everything from this crazy stuff he's walking away from now, inject bleach in your arm and that's going to work. I'm not being a bit, I'm not being facetious. I mean, he's actually said these things. And now Regeneron is the answer. That's going to cure everything. There's 500,000 doses. We've got a couple, you know, we have a, more than a few million people, um, you know, and so, and most of the, if you notice, most of the companies who are developing these vaccines are working, they're making real progress. I meet with 
four leading scientists at least twice a week in the beginning, four times a week, giving us the detail on what kind of progress is being made. And right now, they do the right thing. When they run into a serious problem, they halt the test. They don't continue until they figure out what the problem was. They're not there yet. And the most scientists say it's not likely to have a vaccine that would be available until the beginning of next year, into the, into the spring of next year. And in the meantime, what I worry about is the same thing with Regeneron, which is, which is a useful antidote, not antidote, a useful uh, tool. But what's happening is... The I mean, listen, this is one of the reasons why we pay so much attention to Donald Trump. Because when Joe Biden talks, you end up just hearing reasonable conversation. Is it from an older guy? Yeah. Is it from a guy who's not always uh, perfectly sure-worded, perfectly concise, flawless? The answer is, depending on how clear... There's vaccines, they say, have a very positive impact and they're going to affect positively 85% of the American public. Or there's others say this vaccine is really the key. This is, this, is the, this is the golden key. It depends on the state of the nature of the vaccine, when it comes out, and how it's being distributed. That would depend on. But I would think that we should be talking about depending on the continuation of the spread of the virus, we should be thinking about making it mandatory. How could you enforce that? Well, you couldn't. That's the problem. Just like you can't afford, you can't enforce measles. You can't, you can't come to school unless you have a measles shot. You know, you can't. But you can't say everyone has to do this. But you would, just like you can't mandate a mask. But you can say, you can go to every governor and get them all in a room, all 50 of them as president, and say... Ask people to wear the mask. See, that, see, see what, do you hear what you just heard there was honest conversation? That a mandate doesn't really work? There really isn't. You, you can talk about it and you can suggest it, but there's only so much you can do. You know, that, that's, that's like, and, you know, Biden is not a perfect candidate. He wasn't my candidate. I was an Elizabeth Warren person. I admit it, you know, Biden wasn't my top choice. But the truth is, it's nice to hear someone speak reasonably. Then, as you know, people say, well, it mustn't be that important. But when a president says, I think this is very important, for example, I walked in here with this mask, but I have one of the M95 masks underneath it. I left it in, in, the, uh, in, in my dressing room, the dressing room, the, the, the room I was in before I got here. Um, and so I think it matters what we say. And we're now learning that children are getting the virus, not with as, con- as serious consequences, but we haven't, th- there's been no studies done yet on vaccines for children. So there's a long way to go, but we can make progress in the meantime and save lives. And last point I'll make, if you, th- if you listen to the head of the, of the CDC. All right, so this is, uh, this is Biden early on uh, talking to a voter. We'll come back. Let's go to early Trump. You know what? As and I don't think that's probably where it was caught, but maybe it well, was. Well, I was going to say, you bring it up. You brought it up yourself. I mean, are you trying to suggest that? Do you believe a grieving military family gave you COVID? 
No, I don't know where it came from. Okay. And you don't know where it came from. And the doctors don't know where it came from. Mm -hmm. But as the president, I have to be out there. I also know. Well, there's no one that says you can't be out there, but it's just about wearing masks and having, for example, your but rallies. I know this. Your rallies as don't require example, masks. Oh, no. I mean, let's see Kamala. She's got people now that people have it. And I'm not blaming her. I'm not saying, oh, she did a terrible thing. As president, I have to be out there. I can't be in a basement. I can't be locked in a very beautiful room someplace in the White House. And I want to see the Gold Star families, and I want to see everybody. And I also say to people all the time, it's risky doing it. It is risky doing but it. But as it's president, risky you, you're, you're right. You, don't want to, you want to be a leader. But you also are a leader and a setter of an example. And if you're not wearing a mask when your administration is saying best practice right now is wear a mask, no, it's not foolproof. But many but people are catching it. Many people are getting this disease that was sent to us by China and it shouldn't have been allowed to happen. But many people are getting this. And I mean, nobody's being blamed. Everybody is working hard to get this thing out of our country, get it out of the world. Look at what's going on in Europe. Massive spikes. They've done a very good job. But now you take a look today at the UK. You take a look at Spain and France and Italy. There's tremendous spikes. But our death rate is worse than, well, not Spain, but those well, other I have, countries. I have things right here that will tell you exactly the opposite. Oh, he's got the papers. So the UK is up 2,500% because I knew you'd be doing this. I know you very well. The UK is up 2,500%. The EU is up 722%. And the United States is down 21%. But we have, per, our deaths per capita is among the highest excess among mortality, Excess mortality, we're a winner on the excess mortality. And what we've done has been amazing. And we have done an amazing job. What? Anybody and understand that? It's rounding. Did anybody the follow the excess mortality, we're a winner? The therapy's coming. And I'll tell you what, one thing, when I got it, I had a choice to do nothing or use some of the things that we're looking at, like in this case, Regeneron. Yeah. And Eli Lilly makes something that's supposed to be incredible. And I think that maybe I wouldn't be doing this discussion with you right now. We have therapies now and cures, maybe. You can use the word cure. But we have therapies maybe. that are absolutely incredible. But I want to pick up on something you just said. You said we're rounding the corner. I believe now, we're rounding the corner. Now, 10 percent of the country approximately has had COVID. That means 80, 90 percent, 90 percent, let's do the math, is, is still vulnerable. Right, right. That's There's right. been some talk, including from the White House lately, that perhaps it approves of what's called herd immunity. That's where you basically just let young people and everybody get sick. You try to protect the old people and those who are sick, and hopefully it gets up to a certain level, and yeah. now we're all immune. Yeah. So let's just be clear about it. It also means more deaths. Do you support herd immunity as a strategy? Essentially, just let so, people get sick. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. We did the right thing. We were expected to lose 2,200,000 people and maybe more than that. I don't, I don't think I can do it, guys. I wanted to listen. I wanted to try to get the beginning of his whole thing seemed like absolutely crazy. because I, I was on a call, but I saw like the closed caption, and it looked wild. Um, and I kind of missed it, and now I just I, I don't think I, I can do it. I don't think I can. I had every intention. I may not even put this podcast out anymore. Because my hope was to sit here and kind of go through a piece. You know what we'll do? You know what we'll do? We'll open up Twitter. We'll open up Twitter and we'll see. I don't like doing this. I normally like being a context guy. Let's really go through context. But 
I think this makes more sense, seeing as we're trying to do a remotely entertaining podcast. Let's go through Twitter and... Well, the Washington Post says Trump is called out for repeatedly repeatedly for spreading falsehoods while Biden had the steady night he needed. Takeaways from the town halls. But listen, I we do know the way the Washington Post leans. Yo, know, there was a woman at the Trump town hall who was just like, You're so handsome when you smile. You have such a nice smile. It was it was truly, truly Crazy town. Breitbart, angry at how Savannah Guthrie interrupted the president. Here we go. Let's check this one out. QAnon. It is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true and disavow QAnon in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. That's a good answer. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing about it. They believe it it is a satanic call run by the deep state. Study the subject. I'll tell you what I do know about. I know about Antifa, and I know about the radical left, and I know how violent they are and how vicious they are, and I know how they're burning down cities run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass said, quote, QAnon is nuts, and real leaders call conspiracy theories conspiracy theories. He may be Why right. not just say it's crazy and not true? He may be right. I just don't know about QAnon. You do know. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. You Let me tell ask me you another thing. It. Let's waste the whole show. Uh, you start off with white supremacy, I denounce it. You start off with something else, let's go. Keep asking me these questions. Okay. I but, do have one let, more let me, just, let me just tell you, what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with that. But there's not a strongly. satanic uh, pedophile. I have no idea. I know nothing about that. You don't know that? that? Okay. No, I don't know you that. You just and this and week. do you know that. Okay, just this week why, you Why are you asking me about Antifa? Why aren't you asking me about just, the radical you, left? You're why are you asking Joe Biden questions about why doesn't he condemn Antifa? Why does he say it doesn't exist? Because you're here Antifa, me. no, excuse <laughs> so cute. All right, so let's stay here on the subject of crazy talk and crazy things on Twitter with the president. Left. Just this week, you retweeted to your 87 million followers a conspiracy theory that Joe Biden orchestrated to have SEAL Team 6, the Navy SEAL Team 6, killed to cover up the, the fake death of bin Laden. Now, why would you send a lie like that to your followers? It. You Can retweeted it. That was a retweet. That was a, an opinion of somebody, but- and that was a retweet. I'll put it out there. People can decide for themselves. I don't the take president. a position. You're not like someone's crazy uncle who no, can no, just retweet no, no. whatever. That was a retweet, and I do a lot of retweets. And frankly, <laughs> because the media is so fake and so corrupt, if I didn't have social media, I don't call it Twitter, I call it social media, I wouldn't be able to get the word out. And the word, well, the word is, is false. and you know what the word is? The word is very simple. We're building our country stronger and better than it's ever been before. Let's and that's what's happening, and everybody knows it. Okay, we left. Just this week, you retweeted to your 87 million followers uh, a conspiracy theory. There's so much there. There's just so much there. I, I don't even know what to say about that. 
<laughs> I call it social media. <laughs> All right, so let's keep going. Now, by the way, you have to remember, a lot of people are going to be mad about Savannah Guthrie and and how much she argued with him and, and was hard on him, which, you know, a lot of people enjoyed. But remember, he didn't have to do this. Trump turned down the debate. Biden said, I'm going to go forward with a town hall. Trump couldn't let Biden have the night. He could have went on Fox News if he wanted. He could have went somewhere and had a softer landing. He wanted to go on NBC because it's NBC. So it is what it is. She said, you're, you're the president. You're not like someone's crazy uncle. That seems to be, when I'm searching the name Trump and Guthrie, that seems to be the main thing everywhere. This is, oh, this was crazy too. This is about um, Trump taking a... And it's COVID not only that doctor, it's many doctors. This is about Trump taking a COVID test or not uh, around the debate. And you don't know if you took a test the day of the debate. Uh, uh, possibly I did, possibly I didn't. But, you know, the doctor is very accurate information. And it's not only that doctor, it's many doctors. The one thing, as you're, if you're president, you have a lot of doctors you're surrounded. And you don't know if you took it. Wow. Didn't know. How would you not know if you took it the day of the debate? I've been tested many times for COVID. It's very easy to remember. Especially on a day that's pretty memorable, like... So here's 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 um students Trump students students for Trump. Here's something that they liked. This is a this is a pro Trump clip. Let's see what a pro Trump clip sounds like. The UK is up to we'll start Look at what's going on in Europe. Massive spikes. They've done a very good job, but now you take a look today at the UK, you take a look at Spain and France and Italy. There's tremendous spikes. But our death rate is worse then well not spain but those well, other I have, countries I have things right here that will tell you right, we already heard this this is this is what they were so excited about guys two and a half weeks away two and a half weeks away you know what's another interesting interesting thing about the election is that we all have so much pressure in terms of how we talk about politics because we live in crazy town and we've now gotten to a place where talking about politics is so, so problematic. And I just imagine, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you think it's possible that if Biden's in office, it will also, it'll still be that like, we'll still have to be so tepid around politics. Or do you think we'll return to like some sense of normalcy where, yeah, people don't talk about politics all the time, but you don't have to be scared that your opinion on politics could cost you dearly? I don't know. It's going to be fascinating. Also, congratulations are in order. Diddy has decided to join the party and be openly anti-Trump. Welcome aboard, Puff. Glad to hear that. He sat down with uh, everyone's favorite uh, Biden 
hater. At least he was over the summer. Uh, Charlemagne. They sat down on Revolt. And Puff finally fully rebuked Donald Trump. Let's see if I have this. Here we go. Need to be banished. That way of thinking is real dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, this man literally um, threatened the lives of us and our families about going to vote. Mm-hmm. Stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand by. That didn't have anything to do with that. We're in a war. We're not taking this like oh, it's separate. a war. We taking this like well, oh, we're in a presidential election. Mm-hmm. No, we're in a war of love versus hate. Glad to see you on board, Puff. They trying to keep their foot on the neck up to my level, up to Jay-Z's level, mm-hmm. up to LeBron's level. It's an illusion of inclusion by just a couple of us. Mm-hmm. So I could sit back here in the crib, but I'm not with that. I'm from that same block. I'm, I'm a frontliner. I'm with the smoke at any time, no matter where my address is at. Mm-hmm. We're in a war. This shit is not a fucking game. I don't, I, I, everybody needs to wake up. I'm ringing the alarm. I'm having a start right now to organize and, 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 and to come together and so we could build our political army. Um, listen, I, I'm glad to hear that, but, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I am annoyed that it took till two and a half weeks before the election to get there, Puff. I am annoyed between Diddy, Ice Cube, Kanye, Charlemagne, it has been, there has been some terrible, outspoken hip-hop personalities when it comes to this election. Ice Cube now, we find out, worked with the Trump administration. Excited fam. Here's Cube. Um, You already know how I get down. Over the last few months, I've been really going deep into this um, political space, um, you know, reading a lot of history, trying to understand how systems work, um, not getting caught up in anybody's rhetoric, but looking for my damn self. Um, and just trying to figure out why we continue to, you know, flounder at the bottom, you know, what is it? And what I found is that it's systems in place, as we all know, it ain't cause, you know, we ain't doing what we supposed to do as black people because course we all can do better you know there's shit that we need to do to clean up our cells in our community but besides that shit the system is fucked up it's it's just designed totally and not only designed but there's a dedication to keeping us at the bottom of this country um and I don't know if we can count on any parties to get us about the shit, to be honest. 
Um, so we are going to have to do a lot of things different as a black community. Um, we have to pool our resources. We have to think about ourselves. You know, we love all the other races of the world, but at some point we got to figure out how do we get ahead because everybody's on top of us but us um, or everybody's on top but us. And the shit ain't going to work. We ain't going to survive this the way it's going. It's just designed that I, I can't see the future. So we got to change this shit. Um, everybody's been mad at me because I haven't been on the, the fucking, um, you know, the gravy train of, of these candidates, you know, especially Joe Biden and Harris, you know, I don't, I don't trust none of them. No president has done right by us. So I don't, I don't, I don't trust none of them. So putting our you know, hopes and dreams behind any of them just don't work. We got to make them do what we want them to do. And there's only a few ways to do that. Now, I've been making contacts, trying to, you know, talk about these real issues, you know. Um, you know, straight up, I believe the... The Democrats have, they've been nice, you know, they've been um, cordial, so to speak. You know, I don't, I don't really see them pushing their policies in, in any different direction. You know, they're still talking this minority, minority, people of color shit uh, that don't necessarily include us. That don't necessarily include black Americans, especially um, descendants of slaves. Um, Ados, American descendants of slaves. That don't, that, that ain't specifically us. It's everybody. We ain't gonna get shit. Because when you look around, everybody hates us. So we still at the bottom of that. Um, so, you know, I think the Democrats, they, you know, they got every black celebrity and shit on their team. So they just figure, you know, Tell Kiri to shut the fuck up and vote. And so, I ain't going to do that. You know, I'm going to push the program. We got a program. I'm pushing it on everybody. Um, we also met with the Republicans and shit. They, they brought us in. We talked to them. Um, they've, they've moved their agenda a lot because of what we said. Um, you know, they put $500 billion on the table and you know, but who knows, you know, who knows what's going to really happen, you know. Um, I just know when I'm going to win. And I don't know if it can really matter to us. We got to just push whoever is in there because ain't nobody really solved our problems. Um, All right. You know, so I don't have time to hear the rest of this. Um, I, we've given this a lot of time. Um, if you don't feel that either party can solve the problems of black America, and I agree with that, neither party, that, that is not the goal of either party. And the system needs a complete overhaul. Word. I agree. 
But if you believe that neither can do it and you need to push both parties, then again, just like I asked with Puff, why did you spend so much time not committing to getting a known white supremacist out of the White House? Why did you play this they're all bad game for so long and now here we are two and a half weeks out and people want to start talking about, nah, we can't do that. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm glad someone got to you, but like people couldn't figure out that while all politicians have their own baggage and, and real flaws... You couldn't tell that we were dealing with a maniac? I don't understand. I do not get it. Why did it take so long for people to figure this out? Why did Charlemagne go on a tour over the summer of doing one appearance after another where he basically bad-mouthed Biden and sort of at the sort of cut him off at the feet like I guess it's cut him off at the root? Uh, as you can see, I shouldn't be running for office. I don't even know what the typical common vernacular is. But I, I don't understand why this was so hard. I understand everything else Cube is saying, I'm really with him on. I mean, these problems go back to the actual foundation of the country. I guess I'm also surprised to hear that Cube is just having this awakening, sort of. Like, you were in NWA, bro. You wrote F the Police. You were in the movie Boys in the Hood, which really spoke fundamentally about how messed up the entire country is, systemically. I guess I'm just surprised that at 51 years old, it took till this stage in the election to kind of get where you're at. I'm confused. This has all been very obvious. There's been a division in this country over the last, well, forever, but over the last four or five years, there has been a division specifically around race relations and more specifically white supremacy. Those who accept it, those who want it, those who want to benefit from it, and those who are fighting against it. Does that mean that the Democrats and other politicians are prioritizing black issues the way they should? Appreciating this country was built on the backs of black people who were forcibly brought here enslaved and were the number one commodity in this country for generations? No, I don't think that's properly appreciated and 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 talked about in proper terms by the Democrats, for sure. But of all the moments in history where people wanted to hold back their vote or talk about holding the Democrat to the fire, how was this the time? It wasn't. You were wrong. Diddy was wrong. Charlemagne was wrong. And obviously we expect that from people on the right because they want it to continue that way. But from people who fully understand and are against white supremacy, to let all this time go by and intentionally throw salt in the game, for lack of a better word, of Joe Biden. Make it harder 
for Joe Biden to potentially win this election. Shame on you. That's a terrible job. People with real influence needed this much time to figure it out. Um, I, I guess I guess you could say I'm a bad guy for you know not just letting it go and just be happy that people have figured it out. But I don't get it. I don't get it, guys. I thought I had more gas in the tank. I don't. I'm so worn out. I did a cheap heat podcast today. I have an interview thing I have to do tomorrow for a documentary. Two radio shows, blah, 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 blah. Parents coming to town this weekend. And we're all stressed as hell. I'm going to play something nice here to take us out. To get the mood right. Because I don't feel I delivered today. If if you're listening, reach out on email, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Also, shouts to Benny the Butcher, new album out. By the time you're hearing this podcast, the new Benny is out. Um, so shout to Benny and Griselda, BSF, um, and yeah, I'll come back over the weekend or at the end of the weekend with, uh, another program, but if you are listening, I appreciate you. I hope that you'll, uh, give us a little, uh, some positive feedback. Five stars, all that stuff. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. So everyone have a wonderful weekend. And um, that's it. Let's let, let's let Nas take us out. Peace, y'all. We go in. We go in. My pants poster said. We go in ultra. We goin' ultra black, I got a toast to that We don't fold the we goin' Occasion we rolls to that, goin' postal We goin' ultra black, watchin' the global change Hoppin' the coldest range, hip boy on the beat This poster slap, we goin' ultra black We goin', we goin' Rhythm and blues, pop rock, soul to jazz Till my toes attack, how I look being told I'm not supposed to brag, nobody fault I tell the truth, I know what's facts We ultra black Greystone, skin tone, but multi that Multiple colors, we come in all shades, mocha black Except where I'm at and I fight me on it Emotional stares like I might be wanted Pitch black like the night, I'm mocha black Said for the sun, reruns, jokes are black Oh yes, oh yes, God bless success We going ultra black, like the S is fast Hawk with a mask on, the freshest breath African black soap, caress the flesh Super fly to Mac, sitting fly in the lack Take the boat on the water, history talks with my daughter my son will be my resurrection Constantly learning lessons I never die, you get the message I hope you be better than I Life's precious, two-stepping Sometimes I'm over black Even my clothes are black Cash money with the white tee and the soldier rag We going ultra black Unapologetically black The opposite of Doja Cat Michael Black's in black We going ultra black I got a toast to that We don't fold the Occasion we rose to that, going postal. We going ultra black, watching the global change, hopping the coldest range. Hit boy on the beat, this poster slap. We going ultra black. We going, we going, we going ultra black. Raiders Oakland hat, I smoke to that. 
Pre-rolls and yak, what's the results to that? See notes and bags, she knows I'm classy like I'm Billy D. Williams Go ultra black, Isaac Kennedy films, penitentiary too Black like out in the loop, black don't crack, it's like the fountain of youth The coach is black, like Iman, she beautiful, going ultra black To Africa, you say go back, I stay pro-black, my Amex black Black like cornrows, afros, black like cat, black ball from the Super Bowl. College. Holler notes, I can't go for that. Motown Museum, Detroit, I'm ultra black. This for New York and all the map. No matter your race, to me, we all are black. We going ultra black, I got a toast to that. We don't fold the, we don't fold. Occasion we rose to that, going postal. We going ultra black, watching the global change. Hop in the coldest range, hip boy on the beat. This poster slap, we going ultra black. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. Nas, Nas, Nas.